penultimate. You gotta front load those things sometimes. Yep. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, especially the penultimate episodes. I am Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And before we start this penultimate episode, we want to ask you to follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore rewind. Uh, we also would like to ask you to follow us on Instagram. We don't have an account. You can figure something out. And even more than that, we would love it if you gave us a rating on Apple Podcast or your favorite podcast app that lets you give ratings. Uh, and then tell your friends to subscribe to our show. With that, today we're talking about the penultimate episode of Inhumans with episode 7, Havoc in the Hidden Land, which originally premiered November 3rd, 2017. And here's a quick rundown of the episode. After Gorgon's sacrifice, the royal family decides to send Aron, who is only mostly dead, and her party back to Maximus to show good faith. Aron's loyalty wavers when she learns that Maximus is only leading a revolution to go through a second Terragenesis. Triton is alive, and the family learns that the entire plot of this show was part of Blackagar's plan. The family returns to Adelan for a parlay with Maximus. Blackpool agrees to, to allow Maximus to undergo Terragenesis again in exchange for the throne. Maximus agrees, but because Blackagar didn't say no take backsies, Maximus says never mind once he has Declan. Having learned from Declan's research, uh, Karnak convinces Aron to give him her DNA so that they could use it to revive Gorgon through a second Terragenesis, which seemingly fails. Triton goes all Assassin's Creed on Maximus's guards and captures him. He brings him back to Blackbolt, who prepares to kill him before Maximus tells Blackguard that if he dies, so does all of Adelan. Gorgon awakens, and apparently he's not a morning person because he scares and almost murders Declan. So, thank thank God Triton's alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, woo. Uh, I could have sworn I remember him being alive, but I did not know why or what was related to that. Um, I, I thought he just like left, but I guess, I guess, no, he just like, or by left, I mean, I thought he like left and then was, was injured and then they found him yeah. later, but no, he just kind of was Spend hanging around. around, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoying using his powers for once. Yeah. I'm wondering to myself if I actually even watched the end of the series because I remember bits and pieces of the rest of the episodes. These last two episodes we watched this week. Nope. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> okay, maybe yeah. you didn't. <laughs> There's a good chance. Um, one of the reasons we'll talk about in our fastbacks. On your left. Uh-huh, on my left. Got it. You don't work, it's too slow. I'm sorry, we all don't have super speed. Oh, this isn't about super speed. This is about your turtle speed. You didn't see that coming? So, Al, do you have okay. any fast facts? Uh, I think it's a surprise to no one. No, I don't. Oh, yeah. Uh, the first fast fact might be the reason why I didn't see this episode in particular. This episode aired the same day Thor Ragnarok premiered in theaters. And I know where I was. <laughs> Not at home watching this. Uh, wait, you and I watched it together the day before that thursday night the second oh well i know where i was i was probably watching this uh thor ragnarok again oh okay <laughs> yeah we did see this <laughs> together. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah uh, i very distinctly remember we were in the theater mm -hmm. we saw the trailer for black panther and thought well, what what i want to see that instead <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Um, so the episode of, uh... The episode of this title. Yep, the episode of this title <laughs> is a reference to uh, Inhumans, the Inhuman related story, Fantastic Four, Volume 1, number 159, uh, called Havoc in the Hidden Land. Um, I pulled up the, the synopsis. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Um, nothing has to do with any of the Inhumans, <laughs> except for... Uh, Medusa almost joins the Fantastic Four, and they make it the Fantastic Five. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That's that's it. I mean, everything else is like uh, the Fantastic Four fighting some guy from the fifth dimension, and blah 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 blah. And at the end, it says Medusa instead of making the Fantastic Five, Medusa decides to go home. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> So I guess it's an inhuman going home. <laughs> or okay. they could have picked off... Yeah. There's only one episode so far in the seven we've covered that even is an inhuman's issue. <laughs> so did they... Have they just not had like their own comic? They have. For a long time? Like, I know that they have, but like... Uh, like, are they trying to pick storylines from times when they didn't have a comic? I guess this one really doesn't matter at all. This one's not at all related to what's going on. Yeah, I I mean, I guess. I mean, they're Fantastic Four characters originally. And a lot of these issues have been Fantastic Four issues. But I don't know. Okay. So do you think if we got a second season of Inhumans, that is where the Fantastic Four would have shown up? Hundred percent. They definitely will put the Fantastic Four into an ABC show. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Well, if I understand the Sony um Spider Man stuff, uh, like contract, like Marvel has the rights to Spider Man's TV appearances, which is why they can still do cartoons and stuff. I hmm. wonder if that's the same for maybe not. Maybe they have a different contract with Fox back in the the day because i know that like legion and the gifted came out and that was not or that was a fox thing i don't know <laughs> uh yeah i have yeah. no idea i mean that does explain why uh spider-man was able to show up in the what if cartoon mm -hmm. um, so and, that's good to know yeah and say uncle ben's name Ooh. i don't know if that's related <laughs> Yeah, I was wondering about that. Like, that was the first time. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, spoilers if you haven't seen all of What If. How many months ago was that episode? I don't know. When does this episode come out? It comes out in two months from now. So I think we're good. I think we're in the clear. Listen, Spider-Man shows up in one of the episodes. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if that really counts as a spoiler, but okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, in my ongoing series of uh, Inhuman characters, I said last week Aron was the last one because I didn't know Triton was back. So, <laughs> Triton. Uh, Triton played by an actor, Mike Moe, uh, most famous for playing at now Bruce Lee in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the most recent Tarantino movie. Um, later, he played Ryu in A Street Fighter. So, this is weird. 
the Street Fighter show called Street Fighter Assassin's Fist was originally a Machinima miniseries. Do you remember Machinima? Uh, the name sounds familiar. I but think they I don't did think I Red ever... vs. Blue back in the day. Oh, okay, yes. And they've done, they did other stuff. Now they're defunct. But it was a Machinima miniseries online. And then in England, they made a made it into a TV show. So they just took the Machinima series, put it on TV, and then they edited it together for a movie. <laughs> oh. And a little bit of research, looking into it, it's like, oh, because I'd never heard of this. I'm like, oh, that's just the same thing with at least three different ways. He wasn't in actually <laughs> three different things. <laughs> hmm. Um, yeah, so, uh, he, no surprise, he, his first issue, Fantastic Four number 45, back in December 1965, where all the other Inhumans showed up except for Medusalith and uh, Gordon. Um, and he seems to just be a worse Aquaman. <laughs> uh, his superpowers, swimming, breathing underwater, um, he can communicate a little bit with fish, apparently, but... He can only survive on the surface of the water in the comics for five minutes before suffocating without, like, a special breathing device that he has. Hmm. So, yeah. So, he's just worse Aquaman. Um, I don't know a lot about Namor, who's literal other Aquaman. So, <laughs> Well, Namor is a mutant. He's not an inhuman. So, that's a big difference. <laughs> yeah. Big difference. One is one extra step. One needs Terragenesis <laughs> and the other doesn't. Um, yes. we also get, uh, because of Triton, we get a superhero landing number 109 when he does a superhero landing in front of Maximus after, uh, he has killed all of Maximus's guards. Yay, Triton. Woo. All right. Yeah. Moving on to our protagonists. <laughs> uh, that's fair. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Maybe it's enough that the world thinks I'm a hero. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupy stalker type of... All right. Do you have a preference where to start? We usually start with Black Bolt, but I don't. I don't know yeah, what's easier. The the way I did this this time is kind of um, I just said the royal family and just because they were all together. I think I have one part where Karnak's by himself. <laughs> but okay, yeah. So I have like the royal family. Unless you want, if you want to differentiate them, <laughs> we can. <laughs> Uh, not really. I mean, they're all together. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, the majority of their storylines are all together. Um, all right. I think Karnak does have his own slight separate thing. So, yeah. Uh, all right. So I guess we'll, we'll talk about the re- big reveal that you called out, uh, mm-hmm. in the intro that he, Black Bolt just knew about Maximus's plan all along. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like what he he was ready for this he he knew like him Uh and triton like they they had planned about this for this specific thing um because 
I, I I'm trying to think of of Black Bolt's reason. Like he wanted to flush out mm-hmm. Maximus. <laughs> yes, he did. And, so if he did this, then Black Bolt knew that the entirety of the Royal Guard, except for Gorgon, was already against him. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't just want to be a better king or something. Nope. I I actually wrote down a list of all the th- bad things that happened because Blackguard just wanted to catch Maximus and go, ha you were evil. Um, the death of Gorgon, the mm-hmm. death of the Genetic Council, mm-hmm. uh, possible exposure of Adelan because of the family being on Earth, mm-hmm. uh, wife losing her hair and her powers, mm-hmm. um, Granted, the stru- the society isn't greatly structured. Their entire societal structure is in shambles. Um, mm-hmm. The loss of Karnak's powers, or at least the damage of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the death of inhuman citizens that were tricked by Maximus. So, um, yeah. Uh, Crystal made out with ATV guy. And <laughs> we had to suffer through Luis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. He couldn't have seen that one coming. Nope, nope. He knew it. He knew everything. <laughs> I have nothing against Luis. I didn't. I didn't mind her at all in this series. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then I had to suffer through Luis. <laughs> oh, okay. I think I understand. But okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, he he really <laughs> messed up there. Him and Triton. Triton should have at least tried to talk some sense into him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my thing. I mean, like he decided to send like. Gorgon to Earth to look for Triton for no reason. He didn't. He, he didn't tell anybody. I mean, Medusa's mad, and I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they could have just had a a something ready for him, like a a, a trap sprung for him for Maximus. <laughs> yep. But no. Or Maximus, you're looking shady. We've got some work for you to do on Earth. <laughs> and just leave them there. So I don't remember. How did Maximus get rid of Black Bolt? Like, how did he... I, I remember Black Bolt was in, like, the little prison chamber thing. And then um, Lockjaw went and teleported him away. Yes. He oh. well, what Black Bolt was like, just like relaxing, wasn't he? Or like meditating? You're right. Yeah, that was his meditation room. That's probably like where he can go and talk. Yeah. Uh, it, okay. So, so Black Bolt was in there, and was he? If I vaguely remember, he was about to kill Maximus, right? He was about to open his mouth, but then Lockjaw got him, got him out. Yes, because yeah, he was just like. Maximus was just egging him on. Uh, yeah, we see the flashback, and that's my favorite flashback of him murdering his parents. Like you're gonna kill him, kill me like you kill our parents. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously he wasn't going to. He just wanted to teleport away because he wanted all this stuff to happen just to go. Ha ha, Maximus, I knew you were evil. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I guess. Oh, God, like, like I I would understand that. Blackagar Boltigus Boltigar. was at that Black Show some respect. That Black Bolt was going to <laughs> um 
was just going to kill his brother at that point. Like, nah, he, he made a play for the throne, had to get rid of him. Um, I, I can understand that. But instead, his his original plan was that he wouldn't be able to do that? Or was that a backup plan the entire time? Oh. All right, this was bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally yelled at my screen. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's why I like, feel like I don't remember these episodes. Because I feel like I would really remember that. <laughs> I I had to rewind that scene, too. Like, okay, hold on. What did Triton say? One more time. Did, did I want to get say this what right. I think he said. <laughs> no, that can't be right. Let me let me put the subtitles on. Oh no, he said that. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Well, um, at least Triton's alive, and then they go to the moon. Yeah, I like just to rewind a little bit. I like how they <laughs> teleported away from Luis and ATV guy, and didn't go back to the moon like we presumed. They just went around. Oahu for a little while longer. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, because at the end of that episode, it was nighttime, last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this episode starts in the day. Yeah. I mean, they find Aron and Declan, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. So they, they did actually do some stuff. Yeah. And they could have just gone back immediately. But mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no reason. I mean, yeah, they sent his army back to him. I mean, it's not really an army, but yeah, okay. They have arms. Okay, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So they send Crystal Adelan right to ask for parlay, and they <laughs> make the plans to meet at midday. Midday on the moon. Midday on Oahu. What time specifically are they meeting? <laughs> I mean, I didn't look it up, but the moon's night is 29 days. I'm guessing their daytime is pretty long as well. <laughs> I I always assumed that it was just artificial light. That they okay. that they still have 24-hour days. Okay, the, then we've got this jet-legged or space-legged royal family. Um... What time is midday over there? Do they know in correlation to Oahu time when midday is? It's not like you could look it up on their phone. <laughs> That's true. They, uh, I, so, okay. So we know that they were just hanging out in the bunker, right? So mm-hmm. when they got to the bunker, they looked at a clock and said, oh, okay. Yeah, we could do midday today. Or they, they got there, they slept. And it was actually like two days in total that they were there. Um, you know, just getting past the jet lag, and then Crystal went and and set up the meeting. Okay, so they let more people die and more mm-hmm. people suffer. Okay, cool, yes. cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we've established that the royal family really only cares about themselves. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I kind of want to talk about the parlay scene. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. In a real, you know, I think they're trying to push for, like, a Game of Thrones look, right? They've got the flags. Um, they've got a guy from Game of Thrones. I mean, I don't know what else. 
I, I think you hit all the, the big things. If they could have gotten a dragon, they would have. They they had the dog. They had a big dog. Yeah, they did. They did. Um, so they make a deal. Blackbolt says, yes, you could have a second chair genesis um, in exchange for the throne. And there's like other people. They're like citizens there. And Maximus just goes, all right. I mean, never mind. And walks away. <laughs> What the hell is that? <laughs> uh, I did. Did he think that no one was listening? Like <laughs> they were all just talking really quietly yep. like, near each other. Like, okay, it's all right. So, so what's going to happen is you're just going to you're, you're you're going to give me this, and I I agree. Oh no, 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 never mind. I'm just going to go back and tell them that you just wanted to give me the the guy. Um. Thankfully, no one understands your sign language, so no one else can <laughs> know what you said. Yeah, but wasn't... And no one saw me nodding in agreement. Yeah, I mean, but wasn't, wasn't Medusa translating at that moment? <laughs> they weren't even using? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. Uh, but Maximus can double-cross him. But if Black Bolt gets mad or does anything, it's over? I mean, <laughs> he has to follow the rules? But obviously Maximus doesn't. I, I mean, yeah, it's one of those things, right? If you're one of those people who doesn't follow the rules, then you only deal with the consequences sometimes. Versus if you're one of those people who does follow the rules, you don't deal with the consequences, but you're always following the rules. So like less benefit, like Maximus knows he can take advantage of that. And I, I think that's really where they were going. And and he knew no one was going to call him out on it. Or he just hoped, and it worked out in his favor. Yep. Uh, this might be the low point in the show, but I also <laughs> am kind of entertained by it. By the audacity of this writing. Triton's alive. Blackguard knew all about it. He didn't say no backsies, so Maximus can do whatever he wants. <laughs> I So normally or in the past you know one of the things that we've done is is question okay who were the writers for this episode the directors um have have they done like a a very specific thing in the past that we can point to but no this is the penultimate episode they mm. led up to this like to this storyline specifically this has been the plan the whole time <laughs> yeah yeah they they wrote the rest of the series with this ending in mind <laughs> so. no th this is what i honestly this is what happened, is they figure out the first episode, and then they thought, wouldn't it be really cool if Black Bolt knew what was happening the whole time as part of his plan? And then they wrote the other episodes afterwards, just like, killing time to get to the end. <laughs> uh, you know, I really liked that kind of storyline when I was 14. Mm -hmm. And when I was 15, it was overdone. And yeah. here I am at 33. <laughs> Thinking it's overdone. <laughs> I don't mind that type of stuff sometimes if it's done well. This was not done well. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it, it it can be done well. You can drop some hands and, and things like that. But mm -hmm. it just it, it falls apart meet like on on any scrutiny of why was this in any way a good plan? You are a horrible leader, Black Bull, if that's what I you know, thought. Right? And and I have no idea what Triton's um, ranking is in their uh, royal court, but he should have known feel, better. 
I feel like Royal Assassin. <laughs> I mean, after today. I know. I um, mean, that was one of the cool... I liked, I liked him just being a badass. We don't know anything else about Triton. But that was a cool scene. It was. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it was um, I mean, it was very much... Um, uh, like an Assassin's Creed game, like he just kind of mm-hmm. walked up, killed a guard from behind, and then hid again in the crowd. Even I mean, though I, I did that the other mm-hmm. day because I was playing Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah, you did that the other day in Assassin's Creed. No, just in real life. I killed killed oh, some okay. guards. All right. Yep. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to make sure. I went to uh, Renaissance Fair. I took it very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one of those things that like it. It's fun to do in a video game. You can get away with it, I guess, in film right here, like what they showed. But he's the only one other than a guard wearing black. And and that one woman who had the same coat as him. Oh, yeah. uh, anyone else in that crowd who was looking over vaguely in their direction knows where Triton went and what <laughs> happened. <laughs> but they shrugged because, you know, like in the video game, if you break direct eye contact, they don't remember where you were. Mm-hmm. That's true. I don't know. I I was never good at any of those missions. I just I just go for the the combat. Yeah. Of, of them, so. All right. Um. Uh. So I kind of want to talk about Karnak a little bit. Yes, I have a couple notes for him too. So All right. go with what you've got. You probably um, have something better than me. Yeah. Well, probably. Uh, all his character development has just gone out the window. Right? <laughs> uh, I actually thought a little different. Um, oh, yeah? So so he was very angry in this episode, right? Like, yes, he's yeah. he's learned throughout the season to kind of uh, tr- feel emotions, like trust emotions, but also like kind of know that, okay, there's, there's, there are benefits to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is... In this episode, he's very angry that Gorgon is dead, and I, I think it's him like realizing, okay, l- let me let me experiment with this. Let me see what I can gain from doing emotion things, and then maybe he went a little far, farther than he normally would. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he does ignore the king, take hmm. unnecessary risks. Um. One thing he does that really bugged me, I had to rewind it three times and go very slowly to make sure this has happened. Uh, hold on. I think I know what it is. I, I just I, I just want to point out, I, um, I, you, you can go ahead and say it. I just want to say, I think I might know what this is. And I'm really hoping that it is. Is it the point where he kicks a laser back to the <laughs> guy who shot at him? Yep. <laughs> okay. He kicks a laser <laughs> back at the guard. <laughs> Tony, I personally think that mic drops are overdone. But after doing that, Karnak should have like walked around into some room, looked for a mic, and then just dropped it and then walked out and then walked back in because he had to talk to Aaron. Yeah. I'm like, wait. No, wait, go back. No, wait. Oh my God. (laughs) Their lasers suck. Or he's got really cool shoes. <laughs> I mean, we we did see a few episodes before. 
he did block a bullet Mm -hmm. by hitting it in midair. Now, I don't really know how that works because he blocked it like going straight down. And yet the bullet went off to the like left Mm -hmm. side, still at an angle. So I don't know what's up with that, but okay. Um, I guess he's better now because I I feel like it's harder to kick a laser than to block a a bullet or hit a bullet at a midair. I don't I don't know. I mean, the thing about a bullet versus a laser is a bullet is like a physical object. Laser or like a solid object. A laser. I mean, they're not war lasers aren't really real, but (laughs) I I assume they're like a plasma or energy or something. Yeah. But even okay. if they weren't, even that guy was shooting a bullet, you can't kick a bullet back at someone. <laughs> well, you also can't karate chop a bullet out of the air. So, <laughs> I don't know why I'm nitpicking, but... <laughs> yeah. The only, the only reasonable explanation is he has lightsabers on his shoes. <laughs> well, so, so here's the next thing. Yeah. Uh, this is Karnak, who, because he spends all of his time thinking and strategizing and all of this stuff, um, y- you know, he he has to know that that's a possibility. He knows it's possible to kick a laser. And just knowing it yeah. isn't enough. He has to practice. So he has kicked a laser before. This is not the first time. <laughs> no. I mean, obviously not. You don't kick <laughs> off a laser on your first try. No, yeah, you you try to dodge that. <laughs> oh. that, I, that was the pretty yeah. much. That's all I had for Karnak too. <laughs> um, yeah, and yeah, that's. I think that's all. The, we jumped around a little bit, but I think we hit everything I kind of want to talk about. Gorgon's alive, yay! Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a note for Gorgon just because when we started the episode, I like I always put my notes like, oh, who are the heroes? I got to talk about Gorgon like, oh, no, he's dead. So I just automatically wrote down my uh, st- he's still dead joke. Uh, I had to cross that out at the end. Whoops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, there, there was a, a little bit. One other thing I wanted to bring up about Crystal, actually, or two things. Oh. Um, so uh, there was a scene when because she's the one who delivers um, Aron back to to maximus and the the little personal army that they sent mm-hmm. um so she shows up and she like she she's uh got some more fire under her now she's like hey guards don't try anything or i will fry all of your guns we all know yeah. you can't do anything to me i i feel like that's something she should have done um earlier yes but okay. she learned from atv guy not to take no guff I don't know. <laughs> okay, I mean like that helps. ATV guy, right? <laughs> he was southern. Uh, well, he was he southern. He he lived. He grew no. up on Hawaii. <laughs> I mean, he's south of Alaska, right? <laughs> I don't know. South of the uh, North Pole, like all of us. Uh, all right. Well, give me one second. I I have to look this up every time. Um, but let's see. Let me compare where. Hawaii is oh yeah yeah Hawaii is like even south of Florida it might be the southernmost spot of oh yeah the United States territory but it's a little so. further west of Florida mm-hmm. that's true but it's south <laughs> it is south okay so yeah Hawaii's a southern state mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah 
And then the other thing about Crystal, uh, her and Medusa were talking at one point, and mm. she actually really liked life on Earth. Um, she she liked that people just got to live normal lives on Earth. Yeah, even though they're dirty humans. <laughs> oh, I know she's not racist anymore. Uh, you know, I don't think that goes away immediately. It's only been a few days. Uh, I'm pretty sure if she sees other humans, she'll be uh, racist. She has to get to know them first. Yeah. <laughs> Are you worried about uh, Lockjaw's health? Because I know I am. They're teleporting a lot. <laughs> yeah. The other episode, which was like the previous night for their mm-hmm. timeline, he was worse than before. Yep. Maybe Karnak knew a way to heal him quicker. Probably by punching his wound out of his body. <laughs> Maybe. He made it so he doesn't feel anything. So it doesn't matter. He could be yeah. dying, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, that, that very well might be what's going on. Mm-hmm. Poor dog. Right. <laughs> um, anything else for our uh, royal family? Uh, no, no, nothing else. This was, uh, this was an episode. All right, let's take an ad break and we'll talk about some villains. Welcome to Baston Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the chair. You know, in this week's episode of Inhumans, we learned that, in addition to having a secret city on the moon, they also have a secret bunker, which makes perfect sense. Tony, why does that make sense? Because uh, if you have a secret, you must have more secrets. Yep, exactly what you said. But also, because that's where you hide from the ghosts. Moon ghosts, Tony. There are ghosts on the moon. It's haunted. You're probably wondering how a bunker can stop an ethereal being from going inside. Through technology. And after a couple of tries, we were able to create this fictional technology in real life. I'm using the royal we as humanity, not Tony and I. Uh, It's not fictional anymore. If you live in an especially haunted zone, like let's say Iceland, Norway, or all of Canada, you're going to want a haunt-proof bunker, or an HPB as they are called in the biz. Uh, I'm sure you have no idea what you're looking for in an HPB. So our friends at Hunt Bunker Dealers are here to help. Their crack team of sales consultants can help you understand the benefits of buying an HPB, the costs associated, and help answer any of the questions you may have. Visit them today to start your journey learning about all the benefits of an HPB. And when you're there, use promo code MCURewind to get a free take-home set of materials to test on your local ghosts. They're kind of like paint splotches. I don't know where your mind goes when you make these. (laughs) 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 That's fair. Uh, If I had reviewed my notes at all, I would have made something about kicking lasers. Um, (laughs) That's much better. Uh, Normally, uh, I watch this stuff on Saturday, and then on Monday it comes around and my Google reminder goes off. That says, hey, I'll write these ads like, oh, God, I have to do that. I don't remember what happened. Mm-hmm. And then I look at my notes and I just look for a word that I can tie to it. And I saw the word bunker. Okay. I did not see the word ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. it would have made even more sense if it was like Terrigen zombies. Because that's what kind of oh, yeah. is. But nope, yeah, ghosts. Go sense. with ghosts. Yep. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Oh, oh, I, I know why. Because I put up Halloween decorations this past weekend. Okay. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> Um, 
even though this episode comes out after or in mid-November when we drop it. So, okay. Yeah. Anyway, everyone, we r- recorded this in September. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, our villain. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. The hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Anytime, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! I mean, I only have stuff for Maximus, so... Alright. Hey, uh, Tony, really quickly, before we actually talk about... um... Uh, Max. about Maximus uh, something for our ad break the moon is really stupid because it has ghosts I didn't I didn't fit that in into the ad I just had to anyway Maximus yeah let's talk about him <laughs> like, I don't think ghosts are related to intelligence I have to keep the theme going <laughs> <laughs> screw the moon uh, Maximus um, yeah yeah what were you saying about him I, I was. I, I wasn't saying anything yet. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> he didn't. I mean, he doesn't like the narrative that Aron was putting on him, saying that he was inhuman or he was a regular human who uh, overcame his disability to become the greatest leader uh, Atalanta has ever seen. He's like, no, I want to be a badass who invades earth because yeah a couple of episodes ago i was all about invading earth i haven't brought it up for a while (laughs) (sighs) yeah yeah exactly like she she kind of like she saw hey this is a guy who's talking about some change around here Mm uh the the royal family only cares about themselves um they were barely able to see a coup being planned probably in broad daylight yeah um I guess Black Bolt happened to notice it. Maybe Triton. Maybe he saw it and brought it to Black Bolt. But, but yeah, so Auron was like, well, I, I guess this guy, he at least realizes, in a sense, what it's like for the non-inhuman. So he'll he'll have some compassion. He'll actually care about the people who live here on Adelaide and make things better. That didn't work out for her. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because he wants to be the most powerful inhuman in all of inhumanity. Apparently, um, yeah, the complete opposite of what uh, of what he was kind of alluding to, I guess. Yeah, I <laughs> I find it interesting that he's like um, he's he wants to choose his power, right? That's this episode, right? With Declan. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so he, uh, yeah, you're right. That's next episode. Is this? No, that is this episode. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, that's either part. Uh, you know what? I know they talk about it in this episode. The, the, they just all blend together it, at this yeah. point. So, but yeah, he, he does want to choose. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he does want to choose his powers. He talks to Declan and he's like, hey, cool. I'm going to choose like this one and this one and this one. And mm-hmm. then we'll make a smoothie. Yep. But like Declan's like. That's not how it works. We haven't done enough, enough research. You can't just inject in your body and assume it's going to work. Strangely enough, that's exactly what Karnak does to Gorgon. And it works. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when 
when it needs to work for a for a show or when the writers need it to work uh you know and this is also why we knew it was going to work with gorgon because like we didn't care about him dying the other day so it I wasn't care. so bad <laughs> oh all right well I, I thought the scene was just bad so yeah. they did not show it that well so mm-hmm. like oh cool he's back that's good like they didn't they didn't put the effort into making us care that much about him dying yeah i mean they do hold what two funerals for him this episode though <laughs> oh yeah they did yeah. all right um so yeah so like the infrastructure is being sabotaged and he can't fix it because he conscripted all the technicians great foresight um <laughs> You can script well, not even. the miners. You can script the technicians. Yeah. Um, so they they make it seem... Uh, this is one of the things. So in, in next week's episode, in the finale, we do get a rough number of how many people live on Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say around 1,400 people, yep. which is quite a few people. for. Um, but it's small for a city. Yeah. Um, but at the same time... It, he, he that can't have been the entirety of the people working on their their special their their systems that essentially run the city, right? No, I think there's there's what eight people in the royal family, including uh-huh. the dog. There's fourteen people who are technicians, and the rest uh-huh. are miners. Oh, or farmers. Okay, or those no. or those two people who sit in the room with their hoods up the whole time. And just sit there. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly okay. what you mean. Um, yeah, no wonder they wanted a different leader <laughs> when the vast majority of the people are just forced to work the mines. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, he screwed up and he gets caught, and then he has a dead man switch that if he dies, Adelan will be destroyed. No. We get details about that Dead Man Switch next episode. I kind of want to talk about it, but we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, one thing, actually, I just noticed in my notes that I kind of want to take a step back, because I, I yeah. assume we're mostly done talking with Ma- about Maximus, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, he, when he goes through Terragenesis again, he wants the ceremony. He wants the, the grand... Yeah thing of of everyone there watching him he wants his family he wants uh i guess not the genetic council because i think they're all dead now he he wants people he he wants everyone to recognize Mm -hmm. he is the leader and he is he the the one who will save us from himself (laughs) yeah i guess (laughs) no he he's the one who wants his family there because they seem to be on the outs (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Yeah. Uh, Man, I hope he lives through that Terragenesis. That way he can put his palm print and turn that failsafe off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. (laughs) We'll talk about that (laughs) next episode. Because I don't even know if we find out that they need the palm print this episode. I think it just ends with, if uh, if I die, Alan dies or something like that. Oh, he, he said something about needing to to do something so spoiler alert for next week it's a palm print 
Okay. Uh, Do you have anyone for Guy in the Chair? Guy in the Chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people. With abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Uh, we We talked about these other two characters. Triton, he's alive again. He had that really cool scene killing the guards and taking Maximus. Um, and, and when I say really cool scene, I mean, like, it felt like they wanted it to be a really cool scene, but, like, they could have made it so much better. Like, no, Al, I, the, it was a mediocre scene, but since it was in this series, we <laughs> were just like, that's really cool. Our standards have been lowered. <laughs> yes, yes, they In a have. couple weeks when we watch Thor Ragnarok, we're going to be blown away. <laughs> Oh God, I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> um, so I wrote down a note here that this reminds me, like the, that action scene, just made me feel like it was like an action scene for some TV show uh, from the BBC, uh, excluding the stuff where they throw real money at, like Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, er, so like two thousand five Doctor Who. Yeah, there like we go. Eccleston mm-hmm. years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and and a little early on the uh, David Tennant stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what else? We got Doctor Declan who showed up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't think it's a good idea to give Maximus powers, so at least he voices a concern there. Well, yeah, I mean, when he first started doing re- his research, he had no idea this was a crazy king from the moon. <laughs> that's that's true. He, I mean, for the most part, it sounds like he genuinely was in it for the science. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he went a step. F- too far when he started killing all those inhumans that he yeah. was experimenting on that part was a bit much um it's true but uh yeah okay uh that's all i have for guy in the chair you have anything for 12 percent of a plan tony i do not all right well then i guess it's time for us to rate this episode i know my value anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter earth just lost your best defender so we're here to fight Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Tony, how are we rating this episode? Well, in this episode, we see a second Terragenesis performed on Gorgon. So, Al, how many Terragenesis would you give this episode? (laughs) Well... It was a penultimate episode, mm-hmm. so that means the storyline is is kind of coming together. Um, we have what we are convinced now is a good action scene. Yes, uh, <laughs> we have down so far that that's what we believe a good action scene is. <laughs> we have the big plot twist reveal that all of this was Black Bolt's plan mm-hmm. from the beginning with his three D chess maneuvers. Um, and Karnak didn't notice any of this stuff? No, uh, he did not. I, I, I guess, I guess a two? I mean, I, I kind of want to give it one and a half, but I'm rounding up because of the action scene. I'll go, I'll go with the two. Alright, well, again, as I say every episode, <laughs> this wasn't a good episode. <laughs> um, but I've got to say, this is the most entertained I've been watching this show. Karnak kicks a laser. <laughs> Maximus just says, nuh-uh, after they make a deal in front of everybody. 
<laughs> um, uh, <laughs> they ignore the second Terry Genesis rule just for no reason. Um, I'm giving this one 2.5. Pretty sure this is going to be on my highest rated episode of the show. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right, everyone, join us next week when we will finish with the uh, ultimate, I guess, yep. episode of, oh, good to know, ultimate, final episode of Inhumans, episode eight, and finally, Black Bolt. In the meantime, please remember to follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. And please, pretty, pretty, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. This was the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, signing off. Have a marvelous day. Patrick, so early. I was gonna die young